Hey, it's Neville Medora, and I want to talk to you today about nine different copywriting mistakes that people make in their content, their emails, and their copy all the time and how you can avoid them. And the way that we've called this information is that in our members forum, we have roughly 15,000 posts where we've rewritten or redone people's copy. And these are the nine common mistakes that we see almost everyone have. And maybe by listening to this video, you can avoid these mistakes too. Mistake number one is people put way too many CTAs calls to action on their page. So why is this bad? People confuse their readers and make it hard to make a decision by putting way too many calls to action on a page. So it makes it hard for you to write a focused message if you're telling people, hey, you should click on this, but then first you should book a schedule session over here and you should pay us for this and then you should do this other thing. It's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Just simplify that and the quick fix is to pick one CTA per page. Work backwards. What do you want people to do on this page? And the result could be a much better conversion rate plus stronger messaging. Mistake number two is that people use way too many buzzwords and start confusing the message. Using a lot of buzzwords is bad because they're vague and confusing. They don't tell the reader anything about you or your business, and they can hurt your conversion rates if people don't know what you're talking about. So the quick fix for this is replace buzzwords with simple and direct language that even a fifth grader could understand. Don't try to be too fancy with your language. Use plain old English. So this will result in better conversion rates and stronger messaging. So like, look at this buzzword says, discover synergy with career advancement specialists dedicated to the vision of a future in which you are compensated in a manner in which you deserve. Uh, what does that even mean? I don't even get it. I have no idea what this is talking about. Instead, let's take out the buzzwords and say it in clear English. The highest paying job search. Join the number one job search site for 100K plus jobs. That's it. Everyone understands that. It's so much easier. Doesn't confuse the message. And it gets people to click that join button real quick. Mistake number three is busy pages with bad layouts. Here's why it's bad. Bad layouts and busy pages are tough to read. They can distract from your copy and they hurt your conversion rates big time. And the quick fix for this is make the simplest possible version of the page. Use simple words, use simple layouts, use simple explanations. In fact, the founder of 37 Signals always says that whenever they write a sales page, they only write it in a basic text editor first. So they hone in on what the copy is trying to say first, and then they hand it off to a designer. So you want to make sure you focus your pages on a single CTA and make it super, super simple. The result is much happier readers and much better conversion rates by keeping things simple. Also remember an interesting thing about the, the web nowadays. Back in the day, a fancy website used to be kind of cool because everyone had the same size monitor, but now you have to compete with monitor, tablets, phones, and all sorts of different types of devices. So just remember, a lot of people are viewing your web pages on a mobile phone. So all that fancy design you have just gets cut down to one single column and they probably don't even see it. So remember, simple words, simple layouts, simple explanations, keep your web pages easy and without bad layouts. Mistake number four, new writers try to copy from established big blogs. So here's why this is bad. It usually ends up being shallow and not very useful. It ends up being boring and forgettable. Okay. Look, here's the quick fix. Instead of trying to write as a newbie, as an expert article on a broad subject, tell personal stories from experience or interview people about their stories. The result is much better content and better engagement. So instead of saying how to start a business, how about tell a personal story like how I started my restaurant with under $9,000? Or instead of saying how to create a website, say how I created my Shopify store in one weekend. And instead of a guide to losing weight, 
How about how Bob lost 104 pounds with one cookie diet? So basically these personalized stories are far more interesting than trying to copy some general content from a giant established blog. Mistake number five is not writing subheadings that guide the reader through the article. So this is why it's bad. People make content that's really hard to scan. Like you've got to read every single line in the article just to understand it. But look, not everyone has that kind of time or is that interested in that subject. So they waste a great chance to help your readers by just writing long, long blocks of text with bad subheadings. So lazy readers will not bother reading your entire article. They'll just bounce. So the quick fix for this is use descriptive subheadings. Aim to tell the story just using the subheadings so that even lazy readers who skim the article will get value from it. The result will be far more engaging content. Your readers will be much more likely to make their way through an article. So in just said, instead of saying how to improve your content and having subheaders called organization, readers, and summary, what if instead it says organize your content into clear actionable steps or solve a specific problem in your reader's face or end with a short summary and create a cheat sheet. So with just the subheadings alone, I kind of understand this entire article and that is very helpful to me as a reader. Mistake number six, people try to give how-to article advice without giving clear and concrete actionable steps. So why is this bad? It makes it really hard to act on the content. So if you're giving just generalized advice, it's not very practical. They're not going to do anything after that. And it really fails the reader if you don't give any concrete advice. And it's honestly just very forgettable. Without actions, the reader will forget this advice pretty soon. Life happens. They will forget about your article very, very quickly. So the quick fix to this is just to add an action step for each section in your article. So, and a little bonus point, by the way, you can take all these action steps and put them into a cheat sheet at the end of your article to make a great summary or even a little download that they can submit their email and get. So the result is much better content and happier readers. Actionable content makes an article much more shareable. So here's an example of an article on how to lose weight. And step one just says, eat less. It's like, okay, that's cool. That's fine. That's fair advice. But what if we also said action step, prep your meals for the week every Sunday. Okay. Now that's actually giving people something they can do. Or what about saying exercise more? Well, okay. It's technically true, but the next step could be put an action step saying schedule a daily walk and gym three X per week. And guess what? Here's a downloadable sheet that you can put up on your fridge to make sure that you're tracking it. These are actionable steps that will really make an impact on the reader's life rather than just general advice. Mistake number seven is people make bad emails with very awkward introductions. So why is this bad? A bad email with an awkward introduction is going to turn the reader off immediately. Um, they make the reader actively dislike you and delete your emails and send you to spam. I, I do not like getting hit up by these people that put me on an autoresponder and they send me seven different emails saying, hey, will you buy something? Will you hop on a call? And I'm like, I don't know who they are, what they're doing, what their intentions are. And honestly, they don't convert very well when you do this. So the quick fix is instead of weird, long intros all about you and hard sales pitches, try being concise as possible and imagine having, friend, imagine having a friendly, casual conversation with a stranger at a bar or a cafe. That's the tone you should use. Aim to offer a simple, obvious value upfront and not engage in a wild sales pitch. The result will be better relationships and better conversations. So for example, an awkward cold email is like, hey, do you wanna make tons of money? If you don't act right now, you'll never get my special secrets. Click here to buy now. This is just kind of scammy and annoying. 
Whereas what if you just send a much better cold email and said, hey, Bob, I saw your profile on LinkedIn and wanted to reach out. I help Shopify's stores like, and then insert some of their competitors, double their sales with email. If you'd like to talk about your store strategy, hit reply and let me know. This is a far better intro and more clear value for the recipient. And also it just sounds like a human wrote it and you're just genuinely trying to connect. Mistake number eight is people write multiple CTAs in their emails. So they have a lot of different calls to action for people on an email that it overwhelms the person. So why is this bad? It dilutes your conversations if you ask people to do a ton of things. If you send me a list of 11 different things you want me to do in an email, that's a lot of work. I don't want to do it. It's too much. So I ended up doing nothing, right? So that's bad. So also, once a reader clicks a link, they're unlikely to come back to the email to click other links also. So if you have like, hey, go here, and then go here, and then go here, and then go here, and then buy this, and then do this, it's unlikely they're going to do any of those actions. So the quick fix for this is to stick to one CTA per email. So work backwards and figure out what's the one thing you want someone to do in the email. Do you want them to click something? Do you want them to reply to you with a certain type of answer? Do you want them to buy something from a website? Are you trying to tell them how to get there? What do you want them to do? This will result in stronger emails and better conversions. So instead of an email that says, dear Bob, read this, then check this out. Then you'll go check out our shop and browse through it. Then book a call. It gives them too many choices and too many different actions. Instead, just say, Here's some information about one specific item, buy now, and that has so much more focus and you're more likely to get them to take that one action than 10 different actions. Mistake number nine is people end up overthinking their email style and formatting. So here's why this is bad. You end up stuck on formatting instead of focusing on effectiveness, okay? So they spend a long time writing one version that might be really good of an email and then end up not having extra versions to test. So what I'm talking about here is there's a quick fix for this. And this is writing three different versions of emails. So inside the copywriting course, this is something we tell members to do all the time. They're like, what's the perfect email? What is the best answer for this cold email? And I'm like, how about we write three different emails? We write a long email, a medium email, and a short email. And here's the thing, they're actually all the same email. So basically you first write a really long email out with all the information that you want. Then for the medium one, you half the size of that, And then for the short one, you have the size of that. So the short one ends up being about a paragraph long at max, or maybe two paragraphs sometimes. The medium one might be a little under a page, and the long one can be as long as you want. The result is you'll move much more quicker than trying to craft the perfect email and stressing about it forever. You'll create more versions of emails, and you'll have extra versions to test. So long-term, this will help you get a feel of your audience and what they like reading. Like if you send out a really long email and it just crushes, maybe your audience doesn't mind really long format content for you. Or if you send out a really short email and that just crushes, well, that's something to take into consideration also. The other thing that you can do when you write a long, medium, and short is you now have different content that you can replicate on different platforms. So for example, the long email, can we also make that into a blog post? That's pretty cool. And the really short email, could that potentially be a social media post or a tweet? So not only are you writing an email, but you're also at the same time being able to recycle that content for other platforms. So when you only write one draft, it's kind of a problem because like you kind of get writer's block. You don't have anything to test. You know, you can't A-B test different emails. And there's a lot of extra pressure to get it right the first time, especially if you're working with a team of people. It could be a little bit embarrassing to try to spend all this time on an email and then have it fail. Instead, if you have three different ones, I bet one of them will do much better than the other. And when you have three different drafts, there's just far less pressure, a lot more creative freedom, and you end up getting more and better content that you can recycle.
So these are just some of the major things that we see wrong inside the copywriting course form. After rewriting something like 15,000 plus people's copy, you start to see patterns over and over and over. And these nine things are commonly what we see. So just to recap this entire video for you, especially for the lazy readers, if you want to see the top copywriting mistakes, the top nine copywriting mistakes we see, here they are all in order. Mistake number one, putting too many CTAs, calls to action on a page. Mistake number two, using too many buzzwords and confusing the message up. Mistake number three, really busy pages with bad layouts. Mistake number four, new writers try to copy content from major blogs that's really broad and not write personal stories. Mistake number five, subheadings that don't guide the reader through an article. Mistake number six, writing how-to content without giving practical actions. Mistake number seven, writing really long and awkward cold emails with bad introductions. Mistake number eight, emails with multiple CTAs that gets way too confusing and hard for people to follow. Mistake number nine, people overthinking their email style and formatting and not writing multiple versions of emails. So those are the top nine copywriting mistakes. My name is Neville Medora. If you need help with your copywriting, consider joining our copywriting course. It's super cheap per day. Um, and so we sell yearly subscriptions that you can join in for a full year. Not only do you get access to our courses, but you also get access to our team of writers, including me, who go and rewrite or redo or mark up or punch up your make it better at your copy and your business strategy. Our goal inside copywriting course is to help your business grow, okay? Or a lot of freelancers actually use us. They post their own gigs that they're doing for freelance inside so that we can review them and help make it better for their own client. It's kind of a funny use, but like it happens all the time and it's pretty fun. So I hope you join Copywriting Course, come inside and check us out. We also do live office hours where you get to talk with me directly and some of our other writers on calls and actually hash stuff out in person. We also do accountability calls and Writing Wednesdays, which is one of my favorite. And that two hours of time, I probably get more work done in the whole week just because we are accountable for each other. We sit down and we grind out work. Doesn't that sound cool? So join Copywriting Course today and I'll talk to you later. Hope you enjoy these nine copywriting mistakes. My name is Neville Medora. See ya.